Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime, Locked On Rays at gmail.com. You know, speaking of people that write to us, Kevin, mm-hmm. I think we should give props to a couple of people. Sure. Uh, number one, uh, Brian Kim, BK. Thank you so much for writing to us. And uh, best of luck in your high school tryouts. Awesome. That should be fine. Uh, it'll go well. And because he's the one that Topkin flexed on. Oh, really? He's the one that asked yeah. the question, hey, you know, how do you know that Tommy Pham wants to come? And then he wrote us. He's like, hey, yeah, Topkin flexed on me, and I feel bad about it. I, I don't see Topkin flexing very often, at least not in real life. But oh, I guess he cheap. on cheap. Twitter and social media. My gosh. Too. And number two, the second person, Sam Dodson, a loyal, loyal YouTube watcher. Uh-huh. Uh, he loves my background, by the way. He loves the Beatles. He was asking, what did I think about the Get Back uh, documentary? Kevin, you know me very well. Yes. I saw that thing, which is eight hours long, twice in less than a week. So I would say, Sam, I, I dug it. Yeah. I, I, I like the Beatles. Yep. Just a little bit. I'm glad he asked you about the Beatles instead of me about <laughs> the Beatles because uh, I can barely name all four of them. Tony. It's Tony uh, the Beatle. Well, now you've got me all off kilter. Uh, Ringo, <laughs> George, Paul, yes, and Come. Tony. Ah, Tony. Tony makes a comeback. Salvatore. <laughs> uh, who's the fourth one? George. Did I say George already? John, baby. John. How could we, how could we forget about John? Oh, no. How He's could we right forget there. about John Jaso? He was a Beatle. He was a Beatle. He yeah. looked like a Beatle at, at some point in his career. He probably wanted to. I would. He seems like a very eclectic type, so he probably is into the Beatles and yeah, other. Uh, other music as well. Um, unfortunately, this is a baseball podcast, and there is not is. any uh, baseball going on, at least as far as the major league contingent goes. And it uh, may not go on for a while, depending on uh, how the MLB and MLBPA fight this thing out. Uh, not looking good, though, right now. Do you think they're playing nice to each other? No. Some no. words are being thrown out, and uh, t- t- I mean, today doesn't really give you much hope. Yeah. So uh, Evan Drellick, who's been all over this thing, said uh, MLB and MLBPA plan to meet again tomorrow, which is Friday, a fifth straight day. MLB did not react well to the players' proposals today, which is Thursday. Once again, like the three preceding days, today brought no substantive progress, and then uh, Jeff Passan. Uh, piggybacked off uh, Drellich's comments there, saying meetings are done, progress was minimal. There are four days left for MLB and the MLBPA to get a new labor deal or regular season games are going to be canceled, as the MLB said. February 28th is our deadline for uh, before we'll start canceling games. Uh, Jeff goes on to say they've had four days to move, and there's been next to nothing, just incremental, and that's that. What bothers me the most is 
they know that this is going to end. They know that they're going to have an agreement, but it seems like they want the public to know that their side won or that they didn't capitulate earlier than they should have. Both sides are thinking this. The owners don't want to make the players seem like, wow, they really handed to to, to the owners, didn't they? And the players don't want to seem like, dude, we've lost two last CBAs. We can't lose this one. So when I said earlier in the week, I feel like there's 120 games in in a 22 schedule. I, I we did get some comments um, saying that there's no way there's going to be more. Seeing what these tweets are saying after meeting four days in a row, mm-hmm. and February 28th being now less than a week away, it's Monday. Kevin, what's the over under like that you feel about? games in 2022 are we gonna go ahead and put a prop bet on this i mean i mean we could but honestly i just want to know like what do you think right now in the state of baseball how many games are we playing because i still hear from respected journalists 162 is going to be played and i'm on the 120 camp i really think they're willing to lose a month's worth of games i think the owners are willing to lose a month's worth of games i don't know about the players Maybe the executive committee, the guys that have made millions upon millions of dollars in our set, but the rank and file players are shaking in their boots, I would think, every day that a game gets canceled. Every day that there's going to be um, costs put upon them. I think think 120 is a little bit too low. I think it's going to be in the 140 ballpark. Okay, so you haven't changed after this whole week. You still remain on the 140 train. Okay, yeah, because you said 144, 143. So okay, you're still there. You know what? I'll take if we're. Let's go ahead and put a prop bet on it. Let's go ahead and do it. We've already got the Chris Archer prop bet, so let's do prop bet number two right here. Uh, Over under a hundred and forty and a half games. Under. All right, I'll take the over. Yeah. All right. I think it's. I think they're going to lose a month's worth. <sighs> I know. I know, and it's insane, right? Because like, why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you doing? I mean, it's a big enough money pie. It can go around. Yeah. It can. You can just. Can you just split it? Can you be? Can you play nice? But you know, I don't want to both sides this thing because obviously I'm on the player side. Like, hello. Right. I mean, you can't. Come on. Come on. You're a race fan. Lewis head story. You're on the player side. I don't want to see a race fan saying, oh, the owners, you know, they're getting bamboozled here. The players are so spoiled. Nah. if that's your take, I'm sorry. You're wrong. Punto. Uh, share. Be nice. Everybody can get your money. Like. I just don't understand how this has become such a, a, a it's an ego battle, Kevin. Right. And, and, and it's, it's so unfortunate because it's a lovely game. We love the sport mm-hmm. and the business side of it is might be killing the, 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 what the $10 billion industry that it is. If, if you miss games, you're going to miss revenue. People are going to check out. 
and who I really feel bad for, it's not really the owners or the players. I mean, some of the players that are just trying to make their bone and just trying to get that call up and just, you know, build a little bit of service time I feel for, but it's uh, the economic impact of losing those games. Think about the spring training sites in Arizona and Florida and all those, uh, the, the worker bees out there that rely upon that extra income. The, yeah. The, workers at the trop and the workers at port you know, every ballpark like just the the, the clubhouse ex- guys the ushers everything, everybody everything all of that is lost or at least a portion of that is lost because you certainly can't have a full spring training now right they set the deadline february 28th yeah. to get the whole 162 then mlb said on wednesday which again i mean i think that's that's cutting it close kevin well, that, but I also think that you have to set that deadline because you can't just keep pushing yeah. it back to, hey, well, we're going to, hey, it's, it's March 20th. Proposal. There's no way you can't have games until December. Like, yeah. you yeah. gotta you got to <laughs> cut it off before you – you got to put that uh, line in the sand, so to speak. And, and you know what's frustrating about this is that December there was no core economics talk. No, why not? Why were there 42-something days before MLB said, okay, this is our proposal? Here's why. Because the season is so long that everybody needs a little breather. Everybody needs a little break. So, you know, so then again, when they say February 28th is a deadline and that if there are games to be lost, they will not be made up. What will happen is we pick it up right where the schedule is. They're not even going to make a new schedule, which if you're a race fan, yeah. Pause this video, pause this audio, open your MLB app, which I know you guys have it on your phone. Look at the schedule because we're going to dive deep to the 2022 schedule and what could happen whenever the season starts. But before we get to that, let's get to Built Bar. Why don't we? Kevin, what's your favorite Built Bar flavor? Uh, coconut brownie is pretty solid, I would say. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big pick. That's a really good pick. You guys know me, peanut butter brownie. That's my favorite. And it doesn't matter which one is your favorite because all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Even the puffs, okay, which are delicious. Everything is 100% covered in real chocolate. They're low calorie, high protein. You can replace your candy bars with these because they are just so much better. They taste better. They're good for you. If you go to built.com and you look at the macro sheet, you will find that most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. That's a heck of a lot of protein after you go to the gym. All right. So, what you got to do is you go to built.com and you put the promo code locked15 in that little box. That will give you 15% off your order. So, today, before you keep listening to this podcast, go to built.com, promo code locked15 will get you 15% off at built.com. You can also uh, go to Rock Auto and save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? It just doesn't make any sense at all. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, 
and even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Uh, Ulysses, before we get into uh, the schedule here and uh, what you're going to uh, surprise me with, I think, just hear me out, I, I think I might have a workable solution between the owners and the players. Hit me, please. I'm going to be Henry Clay here. <laughs> the great compromise. Yes. Yes, love it. For those of you who don't know that, well, look it up on Google. Yeah. Read some history. Yeah. McGraw nice. Hill. Okay. Yeah. Um, Universal DH, obviously. I think we all agree on that. Expanded playoffs. Hear me out on that one. That, that'll, that'll come through. Advertisements on uniforms. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Advertisements on uniforms, it's fine. But what happens is that players and owners – they share that revenue, any additional revenue from those advertisements. 50-50? Split it down the middle. It wasn't there before there, uh, before then. Now it's their new revenue stream. Okay, that's money in your pocket without having to do anything. I like it. You hire a sales guy and they, they get it done. Yeah. Uh, expanded playoffs. The expanded playoff broadcast revenue also split 50-50. Free money. Okay. Sense. So – those are two things. Draft lottery, find a workable solution there. Here's where I think the uh, this is where my negotiating skills come into play. Uh-huh. Uh, we we talked about one of the biggest issues. Um, I don't care about the CBT, the collective bargaining. Tax. I mean, it, teams will just spend less money. I, it doesn't. Whatever. Uh, the minimum salaries. I think that is the biggest thing that needs to be resolved. Okay. Or one of the biggest things that needs to be resolved. So I am proposing uh, year one, mm-hmm. $750,000. Okay. Year two, $1 million. Year three, $1.5 million. Then arbitration. Or the other option is, and the owners probably would not accept this, but I'm throwing it out there. Uh, $1 million. Year one, one million dollars. Year two, and then four years of arbitration. That's that's what I got. That's my concept. I mean, I, I think it's uh, I think it's better than what is going on right now. Okay, and I think it's I think pro the, player, which I like. Right, the four years of arbitration, though. That, would that be might tough. be a sticking time. But, but I, I don't see why you can't raise the minimum salary to 750K and then bump it up to a million, then a million. I don't two, either. Five. They're at 630 right now. 640, isn't it? Like, yeah. it, it, come on. Like, their new proposal. Like, last season, it was like at 580 or 550. And you could easily, I would think that you could easily make that up with the advertisements on uniforms and the expanded playoff revenue. I do like your advertisement uh, idea, 50 That's nice. And that's that could really be, nice. you know, and then that could be thrown into a pile and used for, uh, I, I know they've talked about the, uh, the players that, you know, outperform 
as rookies and uh, there's a pool bonus an MVP pool. award. Like, I, I think there's too many details. Like they, they just need to pick like two or three things and agree on that. And then, you know, the next, the next CBA, they work something out. Honestly, all this stuff kind of bores me. I'm so tired of the lockout. It's so annoying. Well, I mean, it's, it's annoying, so annoying because we want to talk about trades. We want to talk about rosters. We want to talk about yeah. so many other, other things. That's the other thing is and that's it why this. That, we can't yeah. talk about that that's, as much as we that, want. That's why you have to have, that's, Again, as much as people are against the owners, you have to put a deadline there at February 28th that if we don't get a deal done, we are going to lose games because you have to ramp up the players. You have free agency still. You have the Rule 5 draft. Like, There's a lot that you've got to squeeze in between uh, now and the, the start of the season. It's insanity that they're saying February 28th is a deadline without missing games, Kevin, because what happens is let's say on February 28th, everybody's kumbaya saying, okay, they agree. we have a deal. Yeah. That means you have 31 days to get ramped up. Not even 30 because the, the first game, I believe it's on the 31st, the opening day for the first, right. 31st it's supposed to be. So you need 30 days. So now you have 30 days. You, the issue with that is, what about the 200 plus 300 plus free agents that haven't signed? Yeah. So the pitchers that haven't signed, like, so you're going to ramp them up and the Jacob deGroms of the world, they need way more than four appearances on in spring training to be stretched out to five innings to 190 pitches at least. So you don't even have that much time. We saw what happened with the 2020 spring training 2.0 or summer training, whatever you saw it. So many injuries because uh-huh. it was high pressure, three weeks, let's go. You're essentially doing the same thing again. And so I think it's already a, a losing battle of thinking, oh, well, they're going to, they're definitely going to play 162 if they get it done in February 28th. Right. I think 162 is done for. Already. Yeah, there's no way you can squeeze it all in. No. I think we're on the same page on that. I don't that's why so. I think, I don't know if it'll be as low as 120, but I could easily see it between 120 and 140, something along those lines. But who knows? It's who frustrating. Knows? Um, so you have a little ditty on the schedule. Oh, it's it's kind of a long ditty. Oh, um, okay. You look at the schedule for the 2022 season for the race, and I started doing this exercise because MLB said we wouldn't uh, – make up a new schedule we would just pick it up right where we started so if opening day becomes you know april 27th right then the rays would be facing the mariners at home in in, in the second game of a, of a three-game series so that's essentially you just pick it up right where the schedule is when you look at april i would it would really suck to miss april because if you miss april you miss the orioles mm-hmm. at home you miss an a's team that's probably decimated you missed the Cubbies and uh, the Twins. Okay. So if you lose April, that's bad news for the Rays. May, mm. you look at May, Detroit, Marlins, you know, okay. So I'm just really disgusted by the fact that we could lose April and, and that month of baseball would be a really good month of baseball for the race. However, go to June and July, people. June and July is... It better st- if if we miss a lot of games, like two months worth. Uh huh. And you look at June, the Pirates are, are coming to town. You've got the Rangers in ta- uh, at, at their place. You got the Twins. You got the Orioles. I love June. So my my question to you is, 
looking at the race schedule, wanting the race to do well. And yes, you love baseball. And yes, you, you want to see the most baseball. But if that schedule can get abbreviated a little bit more to give a competitive advantage to the race, do you think that's good? If the season starts June 1st. So you think it's more advantageous that the season starts June 1st than starting on March 31st? I think so. I mean, honestly, uh, I know people are already in September because they've stopped uh, this podcast yeah. and looked at it. September is rough. September is rough for the race. So, so you're going to, to, to have the Astros, you have the, the, the Yankees, you have Boston. It, 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 it's yeah. the Blue Jays. It's a, it's a tough gig in September. But that's what I'm saying. If you start at June – then you have an easy June and you have an easy July, even easier July. So I'm just saying it would suck to miss baseball. But if the if if MLB is going to keep this idea of we'll just pick it up where we are, that could benefit the Rays if they miss a couple months of baseball. Possibly. I ideally you start the season on uh April 8th, where you have Baltimore and Oakland to start. If you can miss Boston and Toronto, those first uh, six games or so, that would be nice. Um, It's a fun exercise. I mean, just it is a fun exercise. So my question is, they wouldn't even alter interdivision. No, exactly. So it would be wow. a wacky schedule because then you have like five games against the Yankees and like that could be the really Red Sox. unfair for yes. whoever gets more games against the Orioles compared to that's what I'm saying. So the Rays would be having a tough September. They would be really yeah. having a tough September. Uh, but before I get to tell you about July, if I have green Skittles, Kevin, mm-hmm. where should I put them? Uh, there's only one place and that's bet online. Bet online uh, is the place to do that. Uh, football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the na- uh, next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. You just lo- always laugh at that next fire. It's so great. <laughs> Yeah, bet on anything. Seriously, uh, bet online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcast, and news this season. So head over to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, it is where the game starts. Okay, so bad news about July: you've faced the Red Sox seven times, four at home. But again, those those games are fun at home at the Trop. Right, and you have the blue. Not Jays. fun to go to, and dealing with the traffic and yeah. getting in and out. That's not fun. True, true. It's and it's getting it's, through the lines and trying to get a beer without waiting forty five minutes. But okay, I was referring to beating the Red Sox and having Red Sox people be okay. very, very when, sad. When I think of the Red That's Sox nice. and the Rays, my most recent memory is the Rays losing to the Red Sox in the playoffs. Well, yeah. So that, that I get sucks. some bad memories. Here, here's the other thing about the schedule talk, which is it's fine. Like it's it's great that we're kind of navigating this and and deciding, figuring out, hey, where's the ideal date for when games would be played? Because mm-hmm. we could the the Rays could work this to their advantage, where usually they kind of get shafted with yeah. schedule schedules and so forth. But um, that's the thing is there's so much more movement after a new CBA is agreed upon free agents trades that 
yeah, the teams right now, they look, they, they might not look that great, but they, Texas could be a horse. Seattle make, they make a couple of moves and they could be something. So it's, sure. it's also really tough to tell, oh, that's a win. That's a, you know, that's a winning series. I mean, there could be, you could have some teams really surprised with some of the moves they make yeah. uh, over the next, you know, whenever a deal is agreed upon. But okay. If we focus in, on July, okay. The Reds, we can all agree that the Reds are selling their parts. Like, you know, everything must go. So that they're playing in July, a three game series. Then the Orioles at home, then the Kansas city Royals, then the Orioles for four. And then the, the guardians, yeah, that's going to take some time to get used to the Guardians. Like July is bleeping prime. Yes. I mean, if I thought June was nice, July is nicer. I, I, again, yeah. just play with the schedule, people. Uh, it, it's not a lot, you know, that we can do right on this side and on your side to, to move the conversation along with the lockout. But it's very intriguing on when this season can start. It could really benefit the Rays if they wait a couple of months. Yeah, possibly. Um, the other thing too with all this is if well, how would the the service time work? Would that's another question? Is when the season starts? I guess you know if the Rays are looking to call up a prospect, would they still have to wait? a certain amount of time would they have to now wait until august to call up they shouldn't have to right because if there no games are going to be made up then that means that that time has has passed i would assume okay but then again with the new cba and the owners trying to get one over the players and service time manipulation being a very real thing yeah then yeah maybe not because that's the other thing is that also may you know the fewer games you have that may prevent the rays from calling up a prospect or two or three because they want to, you know, artificially hold them down to take advantage of the arbitration game and the the service time manipulation. You'd hope that with the CBA, what that would, which is why we're in the lockout, that right. that would be solved. But yeah, you're right that that could be something that could definitely happen. I mean, we talked about this, I think, when we did uh, player reviews. You know, guys like Shane Boss, they could start in on AAA. Yeah, I mean, why? Why would you know? Would you not milk that time? And then May comes. Oh yeah, Shane Boss. You know, you already played in the in the playoffs. You know, here you go. Now, now you're a starter in the rotation. I don't know. I think, guys, if you look at the the schedule, June is nice. July is nicer. August is not far behind. You got the Tigers. You got the Orioles. You got the Royals. I think the Tigers are going to be good, though. I, I think the Tigers are going to be better. Than last year, but I mean, they kind of so beat up work. on the Rays quite a bit at times last year. Yeah, season. and they swept the Yankees at home too. Like, I mean, look, I, I just have a, I have trouble. Look, I, I love the fact that I see a lot of uh, Baltimore and Kansas City mixed into this schedule here in Oakland. Like that is June, July, August, a, baby. That is a treat for sure. But I also. I get a little bit leery because I look back at last year and it's like, I look at all those games against the Mariners. We're going to do work against them. And then, you know, you get sweep swept in what what was it late June or something like that. And that, uh, yeah. When after glass now got hurt in the uh, white Sox game and eventually Uh, led to the call up of Wander Franco. But, um, I get your point. I see. It's interesting. Um, but, but did you look at September people? Because September is nasty. You open with the Yankees and the Red Sox at home. Then you go to the Bronx. Then you go to Toronto. Then you come back and face, uh, 
you know, the Nathaniel Lowe's, uh, the Texas Rangers, the Astros, the Blue Jays, then the Guardians, and then again the Astros. Yeah. I feel like that, that's MLB trying to really sabotage the race. Thing. It's tough. I mean, that's it's like September. we want we want the Rays to have the worst September schedule ever or the most difficult September schedule ever. And honestly, that might actually if the if the season to your I guess comments there, if the season gets delayed to June or July, that might not be a good thing for the Rays because then every game matters more, yes. right? So a, a bad September that could boop, knock yeah. you out. Yeah. So maybe the Rays are they look at that September and say we need every we need pretty much every game this season. So we really want to start on March March thirty first. Or we, or you know what? If it starts on June first, they go like you know what, Shane. You're starting the you're starting the year with with the big you, yeah. you would put your best pieces because every win matters and also the it all ties into I mean the Rays have a very very good team and very good organization but the fewer games you have the Rays I mean can't you say that it doesn't really allow them to take advantage of their depth or other teams they can have less depth and get away with it. Because you might only have 110, 120, 130 games as opposed to 162. Fair so argument. that kind of hurts the Rays in a sense. Yeah. No, so it's, it's not a it's not an easy question to answer no. either way. But it's fun to talk about. Yeah. It is fun to talk about. It's better than talking about, uh, what, what is it, a, a competitive balance luxury tax? <laughs> I don't even know if I know what that means. And I don't really care. Again, CBT, all the CBA, all that stuff is so annoying. Just like sign, a, sign an agreement and let's play. That's all play I care baby. about at this point. Um, we put it out on Twitter too. Uh, will we have a 162 game schedule this season? Uh, about 10% of the voting populace out there say, of course. So 10% think, yeah, 162 is going to happen. 53% say no way. And then about 37% say, I still don't know. So how much, how much is the percentage for, I don't know about 37%. So, so half oh, oh, more than half of the people already know that, it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, Walter Rosado says, hot take, 140-game season. Ty McCann says, if they had to have an abbreviated schedule, wouldn't player salary have to be adjusted like it was in 2020? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that'll make too many players happy. Yeah, that's the thing is yeah. the Mike Brasso's of the world, the Colin Pochets of the world. Yeah, Max Scherzer can stand to lose however many The whole year. Are. Yeah, he he's good. He's Garrett fine. Cole is fine. Yeah. At, Pretty much everybody represented by Scott Boris on that executive committee is fine. It's the guys that they're supposed to be representing, the 90-95% that are pissed, that need those games. Yeah, but they also need conditions to get better. So when they say that the players are united, I believe, and this is to my core, they've talked about this and they've said, we have to be willing to miss X games. Yeah. They can say they're united on Twitter, but are they really united? We'll find out on February 28th. We'll find out and stay tuned, people. Yeah. Um, and then our Jenis Rashad says, sadly, it doesn't look good as far as today and heading to Monday. I'm optimistic about 35 to 40% to have a full season. Uh, let's, uh, let's end on a fun, positive note, it being a Friday show, Friday episode. I've got a little name that war for you, Ulysses. Okay. Uh, my guy is a former Devil Ray. Uh, 
And I'll give you a little hint. Mm-hmm. He had some power in his day. His name is Greg Vaughn. What is Greg Vaughn's career war according to baseball reference? 18. That's your guess? Yes. Okay. Uh, a little bit low on Greg Vaughn. 30.9. 30.9? Yeah. And didn't receive a single Hall of Fame vote. Four-time All-Star Silver Slugger winner. 355 dingers in his career. Wow. 1,072 RBI. I Kind of underrated or not talked about. I mean, he played this in is- the era with Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, all those guys. So it was kind of, it was a very, oh yeah, that guy had a lot of years where he hit 30 plus home runs and drove in 100 plus RBI. This is why name that war, not to, you know, honk our own horn, but it's yeah. such a good game because you get to, you know, realize that there are a lot of underrated players there. There is. 30.4. Very, very nice career. Very nice. And also, his cousin was also a very, very good baseball player, Mo Vaughn. There you go. Wow. Don't look that one up. I might have to say that for another one. I won't. Hands up. So, uh, all right. So, hopefully, we put a little smile on your face for uh, the end of the week there and we'll see what happens with this uh, CBA crap. That's right. Uh, All right. Uh, Thank you again for... Uh, making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked on Bets podcast. Also check out the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. That's that's uh, another good one as well. Thank you all for listening. Hope you have a great day, and we will talk to you next week.